I'm Brett Chang, and this is your Peak Daily for Monday, December 11th, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech all in less than seven minutes. Peak Pals, if you're planning a getaway for 2024, Lonely Planet just released its guide to the best cities to visit next year. Now, topping the list is Nairobi, Kenya. And one Canadian city made the list if you're looking for something a bit closer to home, and that was Montreal, Canada. So I wouldn't recommend going in the winter. It's cold, it's snowy. But Montreal in the summer, I do think is deserving of the title of one of the best places to visit next year. Some great cities on the list. We'll put the link into the show notes. But yeah, let's hope that 2024 is a year of travel. COVID has finally receded and we can get back out into the world. All right, Peak Pals, we've got a great episode for you today. For our first story, EU sets landmark rules for AI. For our second story, show me the money. And for our third story, Tesla fights a Scandi insurgents. For our first story, the EU is once again leading the charge on regulating tech, this time with a new set of rules for AI businesses. The European Union has reached a deal to establish the world's most comprehensive AI legislation to date, including strict regulations for AI model developers and restrictions on the use of AI in biometric surveillance. The AI Act will require new models to meet a series of transparency obligations, including a detailed summary of the content and data used to train the model. The legislation will also ban the use of AI in biometric surveillance, with a few exceptions for law enforcement, as well as AI systems that use biometric data to categorize people based on their political, religious, or philosophical beliefs. Companies that break the new laws will face fines up to 7% of global sales. This all matters because given the EU's track record as a first mover in tech regulation, the law could become a blueprint for other countries' AI regulation efforts. Many countries, including Canada, have modeled their own privacy and data regulation rules on elements of the EU's GDPR rules. Now to zoom out, the law has global implications. Any company in the world that collects and processes European residents' data through an AI system will have to comply with the rules, including all major industry players like OpenAI, Google, and Microsoft. But the rules won't take effect until 2025 at the earliest. And with AI developing at the rate it is, there is a risk that the rules will already be out of date by then. For our second story, look away, Blue Jays fan Shohei Otani just signed the biggest contract in pro sports history. And despite some dedicated flight tracking and internet sleuthing, it's not with the Toronto Blue Jays. Here's what's driving the news. Baseball phenom Shohei Otani agreed to a 10-year, $700 million contract, that's not a typo, with the Los Angeles Dodgers over the weekend. That's the largest ever in professional sports history. It's an eye-popping sum, but there's good reason to believe Otani will more than pay for himself thanks to the superstar's value as a marketing asset. Shohei not only puts people in seats, he also draws a global audience and marquee international sponsors. A study by one Japanese economist estimated that Otani's broad economic impact last season alone was around $337 million. Now to catch you up, the Toronto Blue Jays were reportedly a finalist in the Shohei sweepstakes, and team owner Rogers had reportedly offered the star a contract in the $500 million range. Experts predicted that Rogers' business would have seen an immediate boost from an Otani signing, driven by sponsorships, bigger broadcast deals, and pricier ad slots during games. When Otani to Toronto rumors were at their height Friday afternoon, tickets for the home opener and the nosebleeds were going for more than $200. They have since dropped to $53. Some agents and industry experts say the only fair comparison to Otani's international star power is Taylor Swift. Otani's brand is so big in Japan that there are currently 50 full-time Japanese reporters covering the Shohei beat. 
The bottom line is, given Otani's ability to bring eyeballs and money wherever he goes, the biggest contract in the history of professional sports could end up looking like a smart bet when all things are said and done. For a third story, Tesla is learning the hard way that the only thing Scandinavians love more than skiing and cured seafood is the right to collective bargaining agreements. Here's what's driving the news. Denmark and Norway's largest private sector unions and Finland's transport union will halt the delivery of Tesla vehicles destined for Sweden if the company fails to reach a deal with striking Swedish workers. To catch you up, workers at Swedish Tesla repair shops have been on strike since late October, demanding that Tesla sit down with them to hash out a collective bargaining agreement. Ten Swedish unions have joined in sympathy strikes. This includes transport and harbor workers denying shipment of Tesla vehicles into the country. If Danish, Norwegian, and Finnish transport workers join later this month, all potential entryways for Teslas into Sweden would be effectively closed off. And it's happening because Scandinavia has a strong labor tradition, particularly in Sweden, where 90% of the workforce works under collective bargaining agreements. The sympathy strikes aren't just to support Tesla workers, but to protect the entire labor market model. And it matters because Tesla is the only major U.S. automaker without company-specific union representation. With CEO Elon Musk staunchly opposed to the very idea of organized labor, a Swedish victory might inspire Tesla labor action in countries like Germany or the U.S. Now to zoom out, Tesla is now facing pressure from the investor side too. A Danish pension fund sold its Tesla holdings and Norway's mighty sovereign wealth fund, Tesla's seventh largest shareholder, said Tesla must respect fundamental rights like bargaining. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Have a great day.